0: Interviewing top sports personalities from around the nation in order to provide you next level insight and analysis into your Cleveland Browns. Blue Wire Hustle proudly presents All Eyes on Cleveland. And now, here is your host, Brad Ward. Yes, sir. All eyes on Cleveland and the OBR film room breakdown, joint collaboration, game day preview edition, Thursday night football, the Broncos come to First Energy Stadium to face a very banged up Cleveland Browns. Backs against the wall, gotta get it done, gotta get the win, how do they do it? What are the lines, weather, predictions, three keys to getting it done. As always
1: with the great Jake Burns, here you go. All right. Welcome into your game day edition crossover between the OBR film breakdown on the blue wire podcast network with Jake Burns, myself, and also on the blue wire podcast network. All eyes on Cleveland with Brad Ward. Brad, how are you, man?
0: Excellent, sir uh glad to be speaking to you about this game short week lots of uh lots of uh stuff going on and three quick days here quick turnaround it's uh what overwhelming a, <laughs> to say the least
1: what a brutal setup yes. here i mean like i guess it's it's good in one sense because we can stop talking about the cardinals game which was an absolute minefield of a game and like i i finally finished the scouting notes and all 22 and data collection stuff and just posted it tonight. And I'm just like, I'm glad to be done with it. You know, just like, I'm sure they're washing it out the same way, but then you get worse news. It gets weirder. You're, you're missing now on the IR who I would consider your second best defensive player this year. Jok. You get Kareem hunt put on the IR. You get Baker Mayfield telling us he's going to play essentially on Tuesday afternoon. And then all of a sudden, Wednesday, Sorry, flip that. Wednesday afternoon. No, what is what day is it, Brad? It's okay. He said Tuesday play Wednesday, which yep. is today when we're recording this. It comes out in the morning that he can't play. He's not going to play. I don't know what the future holds for him. I don't know if they'll shut him down, but there sounds like they're at least going to give it a go with trying to get the inflammation down and trying to settle that thing in a little bit, but Yeah. I don't know, Brad. I don't know what do you I mean, what's your immediate reaction to Mayfield out this well, week and where do you think it goes in the future?
0: I thought it was insane of him to say, I mean, on Tuesday when he was saying that, I'm, I'm thinking that it was insane of him to try to turn around and play on Thursday. I'm thinking this is the – this is why you have your $6 million backup quarterback for the situation just like this. Like I I just felt like it was too much too soon, you know what I mean? Um, and I, I, I thought that they should go to Keenum, so I, I was not shocked at all to hear that today uh it felt like that Stefanski or somebody the the adult in the room would step in and say wait a minute here you know what I mean uh Mm -hmm. let's let's play the healthy guy uh this week you know this week it's just too it's just too close to to when he just got hurt you know what I mean uh he was just wearing a sling two days ago and then he's talking about how it's fully torn and you know it's got to be swollen it's got to be sore there's no way that that I get it. It to me, it just makes sense to let him rest, let it tighten up a little bit, and maybe try to play on, you know, on Halloween or whatever against the Steelers.
1: Yeah, it's it's just weird. You're right. the The Baker stuff is smart. They should not be playing him. the 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 bullheaded nature of Mayfield was strange Tuesday, but whatever. Move past it. I just thought he was really standoffish about it and. He was. Typical fashion there. But, like, you, you know, Wednesday comes out, like, you're right. You're spot on. This is why you pay Case Keenum. You don't pay him that money to just sit on the bench. You paid him because in a case you needed a guy to start for a day or a week or two. You could start him and not feel like your world is collapsing. So Case yeah. is capable. It's a very, very accurate statement there. But the thing that's going on here is that the people that support Baker are going to use this game in whatever narrative way they want. The people that think Baker's not playing well and they're trying to prove a point are going to use it. This is a a lose-lose situation. Like, it doesn't matter if Case plays out of this world. I mean, that's great. Obviously, the Browns could win if he does that. That's cool. Like, that's awesome. But there's just going to be, like, from this small little spectrum that is – uh social media it's going to be nauseating because there will be like rich eisen said i thought he, he articulated it pretty well today brad like there's just going to be a whole bunch of using this game as evidence one way or the other right like
0: no 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 question about it it's, it's going to be know. miserable
1: it's going to be yeah. miserable so the thing you want is just the browns find a way to win and you can sort it all out later but for now it's it's just going to be weird it's going to be it's, it's weird because. We've seen Baker start like 51 straight games, and I haven't seen another Browns quarterback in a substantial amount of time. So that part of it will be strange. Uh, To to your bigger point, Brad, I do think they're being wise here. It was wise to sit him out. Uh, I don't know that it was wise to put him up in front of the media uh, on Tuesday, but especially when he was in the midst of being frustrated with his game performance, frustrated with what the doctors are telling him, like all of it. Right. Like I didn't love that. But no, uh, it wasn't ahead. a
0: good look for the, the team or him. Uh, and uh, but we move on from it. He that's that's Baker. And we know that you know. Um, he he was clearly visibly upset and short and very curt with the yeah. the media. Uh, I laughed at his answer about the fourth down execution. What do you mean? We got to execute and get the first down. Well, well, of course. We got executed. Get the first down. I mean, he just you know
1: he was very uh, after the game and, after the yeah. game too. You know, it's yeah. like, hey man, if you want to roll in there and quote like Biggie Smalls for for seven minutes during your interview, you maybe the people that are also doing their job trying to get answers from you, you don't you don't go at them like that. You know, absolutely, just a, just a thought there maybe. Uh, But okay, you know, you can keep quoting Kanye West stuff when you win and great, but like. For, for for the sake of this like situation, Baker, the right thing to do is sit him. You you test it. You see where it's at going into the next week. If it continues to be a massive problem, you know it's it's going to be the thing they do is they'll just shut him down. I mean they're they're really experimenting as they go. They're going to see how he reacts to a bunch of different therapies. I'm sure over the next ten days, and try to try to get a read on it. But to me, the way he's playing, which has been very very up and down, more down than up. I just don't see a massive fall. So when, like, Baker's out, if it was, like, again, no offense to Baker, but if it's losing, like, peak Aaron Rodgers right now or uh, going from Russell Wilson down to uh, Geno Smith or, or some other, I can't even think of it, you know, going from, uh, uh, help me out here, Tom Brady to whoever the heck Tom Brady's backup is. Like, that's those guys that's are playing right. really well. Like, Baker's yeah. not playing very well right now, which, again, does not mean his future. He can't figure it out. He's not playing well right now, but Case is – just as capable with the way bakers played to come in and at least replicate it if not do a little better right correct yeah
0: i 100 percent agree with that and to your point about the narratives that will come out on this i'm to the point jake where i don't care i really just don't I, i've gotten so fed up with it I, I just don't really care i'm gonna listen to the people that i, I trust you know like you uh i very much you know I've, value your opinion on what's going on with baker and mm-hmm. and a small group of others and i'm gonna put the rest of it out of my mind the biggest thing this week is just to get a, find a way to get a win this week yeah. they really really need it and so i really don't care if they if case keenum goes out and throws for 200 wouldn't that be crazy right 200 yards and two touchdowns at odell beckham talk about narratives <laughs> uh but yeah it, it would I mean, melt <laughs> yeah the, the world would melt yeah is it and then but yeah, I don't really care though, you know, whether they want to use it as evidence to this that or the other. I just want the Browns to get to 4 and 3 and get a little mini-bye week and try to get some semblance of health back together.
1: Yeah, talking about the health, it seems like maybe one of the tackles will play. Odell's fighting the AC joint in his shoulder. Um, so he is probably going to play even though that that would break their do not practice DNP tendency because he DNP the last two days now short weeks are different so that might not always hold true but it seems like he's going to give it a go Uh, but then you know it's it's this is the thing with case in the offense and even with Baker too. If Baker played this week they there's no guarantee they can lean on the run I mean they have a great offensive line in my opinion and they're well coached and they block well but a lot of times you know going from 80 yards to 160s because 24 and 27 make people miss behind the line or in space and turn those big runs into bigger runs. And that element could happen. You know, I like Ernest Johnson. I like Demetri Felton. I like John Kelly, but they're not them. You know, they're not. So we'll see. It'll be one of the determining factors, Brad, is if Cleveland can have some semblance of run success to help uh, ease the burden on case Keenum and the passing guys, uh, the, the collective group, the receivers, D, you know, DPJ and OBJ and all of them and the tight ends, because they need that, but I don't know if it will happen. So, that is something we will obviously be keyed in on. Otherwise, Brad, defensively, relatively healthy, other than losing JOK, who I do think is a bigger deal, like gets lost in the shuffle of this weird week, is losing that guy. And he's really good. And I don't think people really know how good he is. I've considered even watching film and on, on Twitch alone doing that. But he's good. He plays at a different speed than everybody else. And he's covering – He's you know he's progressively gone up in snaps – you know, from the the 20s to the 30s, now up to the 50 60 range. You got in the high 50s before he left with the injury last week. Like, I do hope they can find a way to replace him for a while until he gets back. If he, you know, the high ankle sprains are weird, Brad. Like they're they're really tough to they predict are, and they linger. Do you think they can bring a safety down a little more into the box to play alongside Anthony Walker? It seems like Malcolm Smith's questionable here. I don't know if he'll play, but I, I guess we, how how much are we going to feel that impact with with? Yeah.
0: I think you're going to feel the impact a ton, to be honest, because what what he does for this defense is he creates that margin of error. His speed and his ability makes up so much, you know, guys missing tackles or guys in the wrong place. He makes up for all of that with his explosion and speed and makes great plays on the run game. And, and, you know, with him not there, that margin of error disappears a little bit. Um, and how do you combat that? I don't know. You know, Ronnie Harrison – really shouldn't be in coverage anymore, in my opinion. So maybe you bring him down in the box and let him play down there. I Not that he's been much better down there, but he at least is a, a, a speedier guy down there, right? Maybe yeah. to try to combat that a little bit.
1: Yeah, you could. Ronnie's not being consistent enough in deep coverage. I certainly think he's more comfortable playing forward into curl flat, into hook zones, than he is playing in deep quarters or deep thirds like there's no doubt. But then I also think John Johnson, who had linebacker experience with the Rams last year, is also more comfortable doing that. Not that he's I think John is way more capable or slash more comfortable playing deep than Ronnie is. But I just think John Johnson's an energy guy and he really likes playing closer to the line of scrimmage for portions of the game. And right now the Browns are doing him up like a ninety five five percent. He's deep all the time. I think mean, he was like three hundred and eleven snaps to only thirty five in the box. And he's always been a fifty fifty guy. So like yeah. he is never playing close to the line of scrimmage. He's just kind of out there doing cardio a lot of times, and like he needs to be impacting things closer to the line of scrimmage. That's that's why you signed him. You didn't sign him to plug him deep and just say go out there, man. Like that 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 player can be found in different places. I think the versatility of of John is being over overlooked and not used. This is one of my few gripes. You know, I, I don't really dig into coaches issues until later in the season but right now like the versatility he has is being lost in the shuffle and they're lacking some creativity with him so i don't know yeah. could they bring him down sure i, I the, the thing that gets weird brad is like Delpa played nine snaps that's it he played nine dime snaps now he gets he's had coverage issues from the two weeks prior yeah um but i don't i mean it's like is there trust there with him i'm not sure man it's it's a little concerning because i liked how he started out
0: yeah me too and uh you know you answered my next question honestly i might you took i'm glad you said that about john johnson because i was gonna say how do we get this guy who is such a good football player that seems like he's not making any impact on the game and you answered the question for me right there and you know that's been something that's just really been bothering me and i'm glad that you said that you know that makes a ton of sense you know um you can find a lot of guys to probably do what he's doing right now right Sure, uh, and he's yeah. special yeah. and he's not, you're not using him in a special way, right?
1: The thing that is like unique about him is that he can do both. Most of the times, you try to pigeonhole certain players to do those things, he can do both. So, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not, I would like to hear a reasoning for it. I don't think he's as good at when I broke down his tape, like, I thought he was best playing near the line of scrimmage and you could also yeah. sprinkle him in. In deep coverage, he's not a, like a freak athlete. He's a very average safety athlete. So where he's struggled career-wise is when he's been left on islands in deep coverage. So I don't know, man. I would try to use him differently. That's just me based on what I've seen other people do with him and do well. So they just need to play better in the back half. Got to play better in the back half. Yeah. Got to play better. Uh, I think that the two defensive ends on in the Arizona game between Clowney and, and, uh, and Miles Garrett went nine pressures deep between the two of them. They played pretty well. But otherwise... Got to play better. Got to play better all around. They're going to need the defense. The line on this game, Brad, is 41 over under. I uh, should have said over under first there. So that's 41. So they, that means they think it's going to be low scoring, some form or fashion. Do you think it gets to twenty-three twenty? I have a hard time seeing I just think the, if the Browns are going to win. It's got to be something like 17-14, right? Like something yeah. low scoring. And, and they're only at negative two. You know, Cleveland's only laying two points here. So. I don't know. I don't, yeah. The only thing I feel good about is betting the under because I could just see this with the rain in the forecast uh, up in Cleveland. I could see it being a real slot fest. Yeah, it, it,
0: you know, they have to go in and Savansky is kind of one of my keys, but you can't be afraid to muck this thing up and, and just get out of there with kind of an ugly win.
1: It's a back against the wall game. Like they have, they cannot go to three and four going with no. with Pittsburgh and Cincy coming up. They can't. Do it. If they want to go where we think they want to go. Now, if they lose, to me, Brad, very easy to see why they lost. Like I'm not going to be mad if they lose because they're just missing so much. But if yes. we think they have a chance of turning this thing around, Denver's three and zero against terrible teams, zero and three against anybody real, and you have to win. But Denver's also three and three back against the wall feeling too. So we'll see who comes out and plays well here. Uh, with an opportunity in in front of them, but like to me, it says if Cleveland wants to maybe hold on, weather the storm with injuries, this is the type of game you got to figure out a way to win. Throw some trick plays at them, do some unique things, get some points on the board that maybe otherwise wouldn't have been found through normal offensive structure. So I guess that's my first key as we talk about what our keys are. Come up with ways to get points on the board that are outside of your norm. Right, do something different, uh, up huddle, you know, up tempo, no huddle, something, anything, anything, flea flicker or. Double reverse pass. I don't care, man. Your back's against the wall here. Your team is is feeling the weight of the world. They need to feel less pressure. They need to. They need to something to release them. Have them. They need to have fun, man. They yes. need to have fun. And That's I think smart. something like that could be fun for them. What What do you got? as your uh? We'll go through our three and wrap this sucker up.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll piggyback off of that one because it's kind of similar in, in that you know make the game easy for Case as easy as yeah. possible, right? You know uh dumb it down it doesn't have to be crazy you know but trick plays absolutely uh stuff that can can spark your offense and 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 don't i just felt like last week i know the the missing tackles and so it's kind of like it's a conundrum right but i just felt like they really got away from like everybody on social media is like well they're not. I'm like, run the ball more. And they're like, well, they, they can't run the ball. They have like five yards. I'm like, he's averaging five yards a carry. Kareem Hunt has run the ball more. Now, I know that they're probably protecting him physically somewhat. Uh, it may have been why they weren't running the ball more. But don't forget who you are, too. I mean, you know, uh, you, know you are... With Case Keenum out there, you're going to have to run the ball, and sometimes you're not going to get a lot of yards with it, but you have to do it to set up the play action because that's where he's effective, and so try to make the game easy for
1: him. Agreed. He ha- Well, you got to remember, too, he hasn't played with these guys. He was not getting any first-team reps, so there's some cohesion issues that could be in play here, timing issues, all of it. He was, yeah. I mean, Baker takes all those reps. He does not crack away a, a first-team practice rep or, or camp rep or anything. And even Case's time in the preseason was very rarely with guys who played with the one. So uh, there's going to be some of that, that that's something you also have to monitor. And, and, and you're right, making it easy for him would be great. And that ties into getting some cheap points on the board somehow with some creativity in some form or fashion. Maybe uh, if they're, if you're running a reverse pitch the ball to the wide receiver. So that would be cool. They missed that opportunity uh, the other day. So uh, what's number two for you, Brad?
0: All right. So uh, this is, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, right, last week. Um, now, he's technically questionable. It sounds like he's going to play, though, right, from all accounts speak here? Seems
1: like it. He's got the foot yeah. issue. I've heard he's got a little quad thing going on. But, you know, I think based on his recent
0: data, you want him to play. He's not playing very well. You do, and that was my point. You know, you you have to... The one thing this defense has been able to count on is their front four, right? And you just have to continue to disrupt Teddy. You know, I watched... uh, You know, I always find it very interesting to dive into other teams film breakdowns and stuff that other guys do that i never watch except for the one week a year that the browns play him right Mm -hmm. and i watched the you know the 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 broncos film breakdown the guy i've never i don't know who he is but he, he was very good and but teddy's not very good right now he's just not he they they said that was his worst game as a bronco against the raiders uh you know He's, he's inaccurate uh you know he fumbled the ball when he the one time he tried to run uh, he's missed you know a number of wide open you know wide receivers but especially when he does not have a clean pocket he doesn't handle it very well right yeah. his footwork gets weird he gets kind of weird and he and he becomes inaccurate and he'll throw you the ball so disrupt Teddy
1: and I think you got to have four plus tax turnover sacks right yeah yep i agree i agree and this is a nice run they have now of non-mobile quarterbacks how to fill those until you meet the uh Pentultimate guy here in a couple yes. weeks but yes. uh, for a while here between what do you go you go and, and joe burrow's got some mobility but he doesn't rely on it so you you tie in ben you go teddy ben uh uh, sorry who am I forgetting oh then Joe Burrow. Burrow then you got the Lions or the Patriots one of those two in some order you get I think it goes Patriots then Lions but neither of those guys Mac or Jared Goff or mobile guys so yeah you can you can tee off a little bit more and maybe that means they drop coverage because they feel like they can win uh, up front a little bit more so good point they got to make Teddy uncomfortable as best they can while also marrying coverage and uh, for the most part when teams have had non-mobile cues they've been pretty good so that's a good one what's your last one uh
0: my last one is really uh a focus on Sutton right Cortland Sutton I I think that he is one of their best weapons I think that uh he's a problem uh he's an elite wide receiver for them Mm -hmm. uh Tim Patrick does some things for them but he is not of the caliber player that Sutton is so Do what you have to do to take him away. Make somebody else beat you on the defensive side of the ball. I know the Browns don't do that a lot, right? They're very Mm -hmm. kind of, this is what we are. This is the zone that we run. They don't really double a lot of people and stuff like that. I kind of wish they would do some more creative stuff like that. But this is one where I would make sure that you have your attention focused on him and and Noah Fant and maybe make somebody else beat you.
1: For sure. It's... It's a. It's he's 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 fun. He he gave them some fits in that 2019 game. I think he gave Denzel some trouble. So I'll be interested to see how they match up and go about him. He's the type of receiver that Denzel typically doesn't fare all too well with. I can't. I can't remember if it was Denzel or Greedy, but I know he caught a touchdown when the Browns visited Denver in yeah, 2019. That game. Yep. That game they lost. So yeah, they're missing Jerry Judy still. They lost KJ Hamler for the year. So. I'm with you. you got to shut down the weapons. The weapons aren't that great for the most part if you can if you can find ways to keep Cortland Sutton in front of you. Noah Fant a little bit, but the Browns have covered tight ends pretty well for the most part this year, so we'll see. I don't know what their plan will be. The, the thing I'm keying in on is sort of if they're going to find ways, like I think the last two opponents have, which is scheming up ways to confuse Browns coverage because that's something that I think OCs have done a really good job of is they have figured out how the Browns coach certain things where their eyes go based on looks and based on releases and they're like using that against Cleveland. So we'll see if they uptick in any different direction. Maybe they move players around or maybe they switch coverage up. They go a little less quarters in cover three and get some more um cover one, some cover six, some different things that confuse the quarterback because they have to.
0: Yeah, let me can I ask you about that real quick. So sure. you know, I watch as some of that stuff for the defense. It seems like the same concept that's been used to beat them multiple times. You're really just, they're really just kind of evacuating a zone making it look like there's something there, the guys are biting, and then they're running somebody into that evacuated area, right? I mean, that's pretty much pretty simple. Like, they're zone beaters, right? They're zone beaters. They're running stuff that confuses those guys. And, and multiple times, Ronnie is bit and Delpit bit on the what looked like, thought, thought there was nothing behind him, and bit mm-hmm. on the wrong route. And they're responsible for that deep third or fourth of the field. And, and, and uh, you know... Even like Troy Hill, you know, last week everybody was all over him on that, but that wasn't even really his fault, really. Uh, that touchdown.
1: I agree. It's been poor. They've been poor zone eyes. I think they've been really getting undisciplined and biting on things. The bait that offensive coordinators are throwing at them, they're biting on it. So you're right. Can you stay disciplined? Can you can you keep your honesty in your back? You know, your back quarter or your back half or your back third. And if you don't, teams have found ways to pick on it. Now you have to get more pressure. You know, you would like to generate a bit more pressure. And some of the throws Kyler made kind of fading out of the pocket are not throws you'll see over the coming weeks here. There's not that arm talent Kyler has is pretty special. But uh, you do. You do. You cannot. You cannot. A defense that's structured the way it is here, Brad, that is built on eliminating explosive plays, funneling things in front of you, tackling. Uh, rally tackling all—you cannot give up coverage bus it's, It's—it's a flat-out problem. I'm, I'm not talking about somebody beating a guy down the corner of the sideline on the fade or whatever. I'm talking about like wide-open players, busted coverages where where people clearly aren't either knowing their assignment or they're biting on something they shouldn't be. So, yeah, that's that's the thing that can't happen. If you do and you let Denver score an easy touchdown or a huge chunk play that creates a field goal it's going to be a long night. That's a game. That's the type of thing that you could lose here because the Browns offense is going to be really trying to figure out how the heck are we putting points on the board? So, uh, I don't know. I think I got, I think I feel pretty comfortable with Denver 20 to 20 to 13. I think they figure out some ways to score. I just don't, I just really don't feel good about it. I think it's a, it's got a chance to be a hostile environment in the wrong way because people are upset right now with how things are going this year. They're really, they haven't even healed from Sunday. Most of them will be back in the stadium Thursday, and uh, it has a chance to be a real awkward setup. And I just don't feel good about it. You can come back and yell at me if you want. It's not that I don't pull for the Browns. I'm just saying I don't feel good about this game. So I think something like 20-13 to 13 Denver finds a way to get it done. Yeah, I mean,
0: if I was going to – if I if – I, you know, I probably was going to pick the Browns. I, I have a hard time not picking the Browns, to be honest with you. I don't know why. It's just something – I do, but I would just flip the score around. I would say like 21-13, 2013, yeah. I think, would probably get it done for the Browns. I think they'll have to score 20 points to probably win the game. Um, Creating know, a few turnovers Seven, would be great. 17, 17 maybe gets it yeah. done, right? Yeah. It I think, I think you know, last thing I'll say here, Jake, and, and I know we're running a little long, but, you know, you you made the comments about the the – you know, the – broken connections in the back end of their zones right quarters and the key probably should have been instead of Sutton it probably should have been make them earn it right like don't give up the big play if if this if this offense is going to score any points just make them earn it make them work the ball down the field make make Teddy Bridgewater matriculate the ball down the field make good decisions and score points that are earned on a long drive not cheap ones
1: yeah. If that's who you are, then stay true to it. I mean, you can, you just, if you're, you know, I, I can handle either way. You know, I can handle Baltimore plays a ton of cover one cover zero and they come after you and you're going to get burned on some of those sometimes. That's fine. Yes. You, you got your style. The Browns have their style. Some people hate it. They absolutely loathe the style of, of, you know, death by a thousand cuts and making you go 13, 14 plays, but I understand it. I I'm fine with it. It just, you cannot give up explosives. Then you have no excuse to give up those types of 70 40 50 30 yard throws you can't allow it that's what your defense is designed to stop so stop them or don't do it that way find a new way to do it that's my thing so uh yeah hopefully they can rise to the occasion and this whole conversation about the players taking blame and the coaches taking blame I don't care, man. Figure it out. It's kind of the same yeah. way I feel about orange pants. They asked today, "Do you guys want orange pants?" I don't care if you wear pajama pants, pink pants, <laughs> baseball pants. Win the game, man. Just like read somebody. first of all, read the room. Browns Twitter. Like clearly, yeah. come on. Like people yeah. are, are frustrated with it so far. So don't whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that's where I'm at. I think there's a there's a chance they could win this game. I'm just sort of looking at it from a neutral standpoint, and I see a lot of issues that could rise up for the brand. I mean, obvious issues. Your backup quarterback starting. How many? Te- not many teams win. Just generally with backup quarterbacks, let alone dealing with tackle issues and your top two elite running backs are out like there's just a lot stacked against the Browns. If they win this game, that'll tell you about where they're at from a leadership standpoint. And it would be a notch in Kevin Stefanski's belt because it is going to be a challenge and the weather will be a challenge. All of it will. So should be fun. Mm -hmm. 820. It'll be on Amazon. Uh, I think Amazon does these Thursday night games. NBC does some or no NBC NFL Network. They'll be be on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, we we'll they, the main... they pull it off Fox
0: now? They pulled off Fox and put may it on be. Amazon.
1: I'm not I sure. Know. I know Amazon's heavily involved. Like uh, the, our Twitch show pregame and postgame, they're going to put on their main feed uh, as a means to like on their on their homepage because they're trying to to broadcast what people are doing for NFL coverage. So Same. we're excited about that. We're on at seven. So That's the OBR awesome. uh, Browns Twitter or sorry Twitch, you can hop on and watch. I'm sure it'll be pretty packed because it'll be on the front of the main Twitch website. So check that out. But yeah, man, we'll, I'm sure you and I will both break it down in some form or fashion. After this thing, we'll hope for the best. And yeah. I would say you don't get many primetime games in a calendar year. So you know, cr- cross your fingers that it goes well and try to have some fun. Right? Yeah, man, the crowd
0: show up under the lights, be loud. Who cares if you went ugly? Let's just get a win. Get to four and three. Just, just find a way to do it. Stefanski's a smart guy. I'm sure he'll have some things up his sleeve. They'll scheme some stuff up and see what we can do. And, and, you know, their backs against the wall, like you said, but the Broncos aren't great either. So they might be able to find a way to win.
1: We'll see. And not not the worst game to have your back up against the wall for. So yep. a reeling Broncos team who's got a lot of inner turmoil going on down there, too, from people I talked to. So a lot of people looking at who the next coach is going to be for them. So. Take yeah. that for what it's worth. It's yeah. a great chance to, to to take advantage of a team that is ready to tank. They're ready to be bad. So we'll see if Cleveland can rise up. For Brad Ward on All Eyes on Cleveland. For Jake Burns at the OBR Film Breakdown. We appreciate you guys joining us. And Brad, what do we sign off with? Browns.